0: We learned this week, and so very shortly after last week's near-Anglo-Greek war over the British Museum's rockery decorations, that the United Kingdom had also, in relatively recent memory, narrowly avoided a dust-up with the Dutch. Can we get some sort of mash-up of clogs, windmills and bicycles? We learned that among the ideas floated by then Prime Minister Boris Johnson and a reminder at this point that Boris Johnson being Prime Minister was somehow a thing which actually happened was the just tremendous nothing can imaginably go wrong wheeze of dispatching the special air service to raid an AstraZeneca factory in Leyden amid a dispute over COVID-19 vaccines, the details of which we will confess to not recalling in great detail. One of the few things we have in common with the then-occupant of 10 Downing Street. We have not as yet learned quite which senior officer talked the Prime Minister out of staging the source material for what would have been a fabulously hapless sequel to A Bridge Too Far, and why, yes, that is the theme music we're playing under this. Thank you for noticing. But a grateful nation thanks them for their service and hopes their eyes have by now rolled back down. However, we did learn a few other things from the ongoing inquiry into the UK government's response to COVID-19, which has sufficient material to work with that it may well end up outlasting the pandemic. We learned that Boris Johnson had not taken his last risk with the health of the public at large, as he blithely incited a mass stampede to be the first to jauntily observe that would make a change and or there's a first time for everything or broadly similar jocularity. I swear by almighty God that the evidence I shall give shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. We also learned that there is little faulting Boris Johnson's hindsight, as he eagerly agreed that, in retrospect, responding to warnings of a hugely infectious airborne respiratory illness by declining to permit enormous crowds to gather at sporting events might not have been the brightest of notions, as only about several tens of millions of people suggested at the time. With hindsight, uh, as a symbol of of the government's earnestness rather than just... Um, as, uh, uh, you know, uh, being guided by the science, uh, we should perhaps have done that. And we learned how grateful we could find ourselves being that at least the Prime Minister who had been tasked by the fates with leading the nation through this dreadful crisis had not, or at least not yet, the inquiry still has a while to run, quite attempted to have us believe that the dog had eaten his cloud storage. Do you know why your phone was missing those 5,000-odd WhatsApps? I don't know the exact reason, but it looks uh, as though it's something to do with the app going down and then uh, coming up again. There now follows a complete roll call and in alphabetical order of everybody in the United Kingdom who has no difficulty believing this. Anyway, sticking with the theme of arguably underqualified individuals being elected to positions of considerable responsibility by easily pleased electorates... (laughs) We learned, contrary to the famous and probably willfully misconstrued but whatever aphorism of F. Scott Fitzgerald, that there absolutely are second acts in American lives. Specifically, we learned of what appears to be the near-term plan of recently unfrocked U.S. Republican Congressman George Santos, who made an amount of history last week by becoming only the sixth person ever to be bounced out of the U.S. House of Representatives by their fellow lawmakers. Santos, you will recall, got the shepherd's Crook treatment because it was felt obviously intolerable that such a character, an obvious huckster and chronic fabulist facing multiple criminal charges of fraud and conspiracy, was allowed anywhere near high public office in the United States. Could we get a sound effect of an irony-meter short-circuiting? We learned that Santos clearly did not plan to return immediately to any of his previous careers. Navy SEAL, Nobel Prize winning astrophysicist, Baroque bassoon virtuoso, having forsaken all those and the offer of a contract to play middle linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. And yes, we are just making fun of his well-documented tendency towards resume embroidering, pretty sure he can't sue us, to do this. Hi, Katie. Um, thank you for the love, thank you for the kindness, you know, Botox keeps you young, fillers keeps you plump, We learned that Santos had opened an account on Desperate Celebrity Jukebox Cameo and was charging punters circa $200 a go to record personalised video messages. My favourite TS song is definitely going to be Trouble. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. That's me. And we learned that in one almost endearingly shameless commission, Santos was even willing to accept payment from Democrat Senator John Fetterman to take a pop at troubled Democrat Senator Bob Menendez, whose present pain Santos may well feel. Hey, Bobby, uh, look... I don't think I need to tell you, but these people that want to make you get in trouble and want to kick you out and make you run away, you make them put up or shut up. You stand your ground, sir, and don't get bogged down by all the haters out there. Stay strong. Merry Christmas. That distant rumbling probably is, yes, Thomas Jefferson turning in his grave and so forth, for we learned via the above a lesson both bracing and disheartening, which is to say that we learned via someone who did the sums that in his first 72 or so hours on Cameo, Santos may already have cleared the salary he was trousering annually, representing, or as the case may well have been, not really representing the voters of the New York Third. More than $174,000 in just four days, nearly twice what we make in a week. For Monocle Radio, I'm Andrew Miller.